Hey everyone, welcome to Unpacking Perspectives. I'm Nicole Davison, and this is the last episode of the year for Unpacking Perspectives. And I've been procrastinating my recording because I have so much that I want to say. And I had to make the decision as to whether I would end this year with a solo episode or bring on a final guest. I decided that I wanted to go solo today. You know, these past few months have been such a whirlwind, and I really wanted to just speak from the heart today. I want to start first by thanking all of you for your continued support and incredible feedback. This is all new to me, and while I'm still learning, the one thing that I can truly say with the utmost confidence, I love doing this. I know that I I still have so much work to do to get this podcast to where it truly needs to be, but I know that I simply couldn't do this without all of you. So from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. I'm really thankful for Caroline, my podcast production intern, and Samantha, my intern for NMD Careers. Both of you have been an absolute pleasure to work with. And, you know, we actually were able to enjoy breakfast this past weekend to celebrate the holidays as they're getting ready to go home on break. And, you know, it was a reminder to me that the big picture of what I do and what they're doing, we're working together, providing opportunities to learn from one another. And I'm so thankful for both of you. So I just wanted you guys to know that. So I'm recording this on December 13th, and our episode is actually going to air on the 22nd. And it wouldn't be in my character not to acknowledge something that has been a part of my own story for going on nine years. As I'm recording this, tomorrow will mark the ninth anniversary of the tragedy of Sandy Hook. And while you're hearing this episode after the anniversary, I felt it appropriate to spend a few minutes talking about it, not because I want to relive all that's in my own memory, but more to reflect on the fact that while this time of year is supposed to be joyous and festive and full of life, it's also a very hard time for so many, especially this year. You know, not only on this anniversary, but so much that's happened in our world throughout this time period. I have friends that are going through unimaginable grief, having to say goodbye to loved ones unexpectedly and Others have endured long illnesses that have taken them on a roller coaster, both emotionally and physically. The foundation of this podcast is about perspective and recognizing we all have a different perspective based on our life experiences. As I record this episode, I do so with a pit in my stomach that will likely not go away for a few days. As I watch my husband go about his day, I do so with the ongoing narrative in my head. Is he thinking about it? How's he feeling? We don't speak of tomorrow's anniversary. My husband is not a talker. He's a leader and he's a doer. Nine years ago tomorrow, I said goodbye to my husband as I normally would and carried on with my morning with our then three-year-old son. And at the time, he was in a specialized unit, the major crime squad, and served as a sergeant. The morning of December 14th, 2012, I remember the phone ringing and hearing a recording of Lieutenant Vance on the other end indicating all units to proceed to Sandy Hook Elementary School for a code red or something like that. Honestly, I can't remember exactly what it said. I just remember thinking that my husband was probably already on his way. And hours later, I received a text from him. I won't be home. That was it. As the events of the day unfolded, and we as a nation 
grappled with the sudden reality of the pure evil that had just taken the lives of innocent victims, I found myself frozen. Only a few days earlier, I lost my beautiful 99-year-old grandmother and was in the middle of trying to navigate planning her funeral on my own in Pennsylvania, while still in Connecticut with a three-year-old that I knew was not going to do well traveling three and a half hours each way within 24 hours. Even as I look back on my Facebook memories from nine years ago, I'm reminded of what I went through just today, nine years ago. Nine years ago today, my post read as follows. Thank you, everyone, for the kind words of support. Between the challenge of planning an out-of-state funeral and attempting to maintain some level of normalcy for my energetic little three-year-old, survival mode has kicked in. Feeling blessed to have been able to enjoy Kyle's adorable preschool holiday program this morning and now able to spend some much-needed reflecting on my grandmother's legacy, praying the weather stays mild into next week, end quote. Little did I know how much our world would be changed tomorrow morning, nine years ago. But on December 14th, 2012, as I started to see the news channels covering the tragedy unfolding, I began to realize, given the nature of my husband's role, I would not see him for days. Aside from the occasional trips home to get a few hours of sleep, the first time he came home to truly be home was December 22nd, nine years ago today as this episode airs. My perspective of this anniversary of Sandy Hook is not unique to so many in law enforcement families and other first responders, yet I cannot begin to imagine the perspective of those who were impacted directly. And may God continue to bless the families who tragically lost a loved one. I cannot begin to imagine. My energy around this time of year always sits heavily on my heart. Thinking of those who approach this anniversary Realizing there are so many who see December 14th as the day they lost their son or daughter or niece or nephew or neighbor or sister, I could go on. But I just want to say this. We could never possibly begin to imagine the burdens of those standing beside us. We never know. I have dear friends who were intimately impacted by this day, some of whom still grieve and continue to process what they went through. Just as unfortunately, there are other events that we have all experienced that have only added to the stress and uncertainty. Not long ago, our country experienced another event in Michigan. And again, I can't begin to imagine the trauma and sadness and fear and anxiety that those experiencing it firsthand are dealing with. Although the trauma that this triggers in those who have gone through similar experiences, I only pray. I pray that each and every one of us can continue to find ways to cope with all of what life brings us through faith and hope and service to others. I sometimes reflect on the most challenging chapters in my life. My faith and finding ways to help others has truly pulled me through. But more importantly, to recognize that everyone processes things differently, whether it's trauma, grief, anxiety, depression, not everyone will cope the same way. Why am I sharing this? Only a few days away before Christmas? A day that many of us celebrate with joyous celebrations, but it can also be a really hard time of year for so many. And something that I've experienced on both ends, a simple act of kindness can really go a long way, whether it be for someone else, someone in your family, or even for yourself. Kindness, just being kind. How many times do we hear that? 
And yet it continues to seem to be lacking. That's what the world needs right now. Additionally, this time of year, given our current climate, can and will be hard for so many with everything going on with COVID. And let's not forget so many other situations that many are coping with. This past year, there are so many who have lost loved ones. The grief they feel is enormous. Understanding that everyone processes grief differently is something that I feel to be so critically important. Some will prefer to keep things simple and others, they might want to be surrounded by friends and family. And I feel that it's important to be mindful of that. Additionally, we're all still trying to navigate the current pandemic, one that many of us clearly thought would not last this long. Many are tired, many are still scared, and many are still navigating the long-term effects of this terrible virus. Some are fully vaccinated, some are not, and there are some that are kind of in the middle, not really sure where they stand in the middle of the continually changing data and circumstances. My feelings, it's all okay. Everyone is different. Everyone has different perspectives and comfort levels. And I think it's important for all of us as human beings to recognize that we have, we've all been put on this earth for our own purpose, with our own personality and our own individual perspective based on the journeys that we've all traveled, both physically and mentally. As we approach the end of this year, my wish is for us to all take a step back, take a pause. Damn, this hasn't been easy. But I know for myself, I'll always strive to do better, to be kinder, to listen more, to keep learning from others, as well as from within. You know, life isn't one size fits all. How do you cope with your grief around the holidays? I know for me, the first Christmas without my mom was bittersweet. She had passed away in October of 1988. So that Christmas was the first one without her. And prior to her death, she'd been bedridden. She actually discovered the Home Shopping Network. I guess the same right now as QVC. Her orders were continuing to come in even after she passed away. And I remember feeling really confused as my dad would say, this one is from your mother. At 15 years old, that was really confusing. And I remember she had gotten me a Porsche pillow and a, this thick gold necklace. Yes, Long Island, New York, 1988 at its finest. But I held on to those things for years. I often think now, where did that pillow go? I, I have no idea the last time I ever saw it. But that year in 1988, that Porsche pillow meant everything to me because it was one of the last things that my mom ordered me. And that was something that she physically touched. And I know that some that are grieving right now, they understand that. Whether it's listening to that last voicemail or <sighs> reading that last card with your loved one's handwriting, it's hard. Grief is hard. You know, it's interesting. No matter how much my mom struggled with her own battles, she really managed to make Christmas special. And that's something that I think about within my own childhood. She always made Christmas magical. And I'd like to think that I've carried on that tradition. The year my dad passed away, I remember feeling simply numb. He had passed away in November. And I remember singing at his funeral. And it was something that he had always encouraged me to do. So I actually decided to record a few Christmas songs in honor of my dad right after he passed away. And I gave that to my family that year in his honor. And I have to say, it truly provided me an outlet to cope with the grief that I was feeling after losing him. And even today, when I listen to the music that I recorded, I think about the presence of my dad. And I know that he and my mom are always with me. You know, throughout my adult life, 
there have definitely been challenging years. And since having our son, we've had our share of loss and trauma. And sometimes I get caught up in what he never got to experience without my parents. But we're so lucky to have an incredible network of family and friends and have started our own traditions that bring us joy. I always have tried to stay true to what brings me joy and much of what is bringing joy to others. Whether it's participating in an adoptive family with my neighborhood or baking cookies for the primary goal of covering them with ridiculous amounts of sprinkles, every year while different, we find a way to take it all in and enjoy the season. That's exactly what it is. It's a season. And seasons change and we change. But overall, there are certain things that will not change. Yes, I decorate the crap out of our house. Lights everywhere, snowmen, snow globes, Santas, nutcrackers, scented pine cones. I've never missed a year of decorating a gingerbread house or sugar cookies. And while Santa and Elf has, have always taken good care of our son, I continue to overdo the grown-up stocking stuffers. I love the magic of the season and the lights and the candy canes and the possibilities of a new year. My husband and I drive our son crazy with our constant need to watch Christmas Vacation. And yes, I have holiday music on Alexa pretty much nonstop from Thanksgiving to New Year's. I'd like to think that I will hold on to these traditions long after my son decides that he isn't decorating the sugar cookies with me anymore. Mind you, we might actually be there soon. 12 is hard. But overall, I work really hard to keep my grief in check during the holidays. I try to increase my therapy sessions as needed. I stay in touch with good friends. And I never deny myself the opportunity for a good ugly cry. Yes, the ugly cry, especially while I'm watching a cheesy Hallmark Christmas movie. Admit it, you're watching them too. I also try to find time for things like running and walking, getting to a fitness class. But above all, I give myself grace and recognize that, damn, we've been through a lot this year. Pre-COVID, I loved attending annual holiday parties. And now while we continue to navigate the unknown, I've found much peace sticking close to home. And I've actually used this time to think about ways that I might be able to be focused on the blessings of the past and the possibilities of the future. But more importantly, to be here in the present. And I know that some of you can appreciate this. That can be hard sometimes. All in all, I want to shed light on the fact that while we all experience unimaginable losses and traumas, there is and will be hope on the other side. I remember years feeling lost, numb, overwhelmed with grief. But then on the other side, I found joy and hope and a renewed faith. But it doesn't happen overnight. And it is important for all of us to recognize that everyone processes grief differently and copes differently. So while giving yourself grace, remember there are others that could use some too. Something that I try to be mindful of is the fact that everyone is going through something. They may not share it and they may not show it, but everyone is going through something. Holding space for others, understanding that life can become so incredibly overwhelming at one point and absolutely amazing at another, and that not everyone feels that extreme. Some are just in the middle and that's okay. We are not all the same and that's okay. This year, I've had friends lose parents, spouses, children, and I can say that feeling of compassion and empathy that's truly at times overtaken my heart at every level. Even some community members that I've never even met 
thanks to the power of social media, some were faced with a loss that at some level I knew that my connection to them would never even be felt other than a simple donation through my community or a simple gesture of a sympathy card. But for others within my circle, seeing my son's friends go through grief and my own friends brought on feelings of loss that I hadn't felt in years. My point is grief can sometimes rear its ugly head when you least expect it. And for me, coping with it often has translated in doing for others as best that I can. And it calms my own grief in a way that I know that I can maybe help someone, maybe help them not feel so lost and not so alone. A feeling that in the past I've understood all too well. Finding your way to cope takes time, but it's amazing when you can figure it out, especially during the holidays. But the one thing that I will say for anyone that's going through all the firsts, the first Thanksgiving, the first Christmas, the first winter, all the firsts, they suck. And it's okay to feel that and to say that it sucks. And again, I'll say this, give yourself grace. Sometimes you have to go through the suck to feel it all. And understand that while losing a loved one truly does suck, it provides you a foundation of resilience that enables you to go through even more. And I know that might suck right now, but I promise you, if anything, let me be that future self that will say you can and will be okay. And I hope that makes sense. You know, I always hated when someone would say to me about a loved one, he's at peace, but I wasn't at peace. I needed to hear that I will be okay. And I know that might sound selfish, but when you're going through grief, quite frankly, you have every right to be selfish. But when you find that faith within yourself to understand that everything will be okay, that's when you find that peace. There was a lot that I want to share today. I've been feeling so much of this on my heart this month. And I guess in honor of my last episode of the year for Unpacking Perspectives, I wanted to just share a few more thoughts on the things that I learned over the last year of 2021, as well as a few final messages to close out 2021. You know, I remember thinking when we got to the end of 2020, that 2021 would be so much better. Remember that? (laughs) Well, I wouldn't call it better. I would, however, call it different just like every other year that we've lived through. But something I've been thinking about, I feel like life is meant to be lived in, not through. And I want to admit this. There were definitely times that I was simply just getting through it, especially with online learning. I don't want to do that anymore. That's not the way I want to exist. Funny, I have all these mugs, be present, balance, happy, even my hot mess mug. That's my favorite. But seriously, have I been present? Have I found a balance? Not always, but at least I'm aware of it. Maybe I just keep trying to be better. You know, my dad, he always used to start one of his lectures with in life. He would say, in life, you need to focus on your education. Well, you know what? He was right. Live in life, not through it. Don't just get through it. Live it. You know, every chapter serves its own important purpose. And while life will continue to throw you curveballs, the way you handle them and the way that you cope with them will help to define your continued path. And change is sometimes necessary. And sometimes it's not what you think it's meant to be. It's okay to feel sad. And everyone gets anxious or angry and joyous and hopeful, sometimes all at the same time, kind of like a roller coaster, which is what life pretty much is. Finding the things that bring you joy and satisfaction doesn't always have to equate to your job or your career. You know, whether it's starting a side gig, doing something that you always wanted to try, 
or that music lesson that you always said that you didn't have time to do? One silver lining that came from this horrible pandemic was the fact that you can quite often decide how you want to spend your time. Unless, of course, you're a hockey mom or a baseball mom or just a mom in general. No, (laughs) I'm kind of kidding, but I'm kind of not. But over this crazy time period, I've witnessed some of the most incredible examples of the entrepreneurial spirit, even in my own little town of Cheshire. You know, women that, that started their own businesses really as a way of coping with what was happening. You know, many of them have and still have full-time jobs, making candles, creating beautiful jewelry, making custom cakes, developing fitness classes. I could go on. Additionally, some took the uncertainty of losing a 20-year career due to the pandemic as a chance to change careers and find something more fulfilling. Today, where you're sitting or standing or running or walking or driving, this is not your final destination. This is your journey. And whether you like it or not, you pretty much get to decide which path to take. And you can always back up, turn left, turn right, stop, or just keep going. So as this is not your final destination, whether you're in college, about to graduate, working in your 20s, maybe starting a family in your 30s, going through a huge change in your 40s or 50s and beyond, this is not the final chapter. Make it count. You may not have any idea where you will end up, but just keep going. So today, this is our last episode of the year. This episode is for the exhausted mom, the one who does it all, the one that's been juggling quarantines, school projects, schedules that keep changing, the mom that hears the phone ring and her heart beats out of her body, hoping it's not the school nurse telling her of a close contact. You got this. Keep going. The mom that's mourning a loss like no other that still has to pull off a holiday for the rest of her family, The struggles between her sadness and grief and the magic through her child's eyes. Lean in and please give yourself grace. You will get through this, but for now, it's okay to not. To the mom that suddenly realizes her little boy or little girl isn't so little anymore and the glimmer in their eyes have faded a bit, but they're starting to realize the bigger picture of the incredible magic of our lives. You got this. Keep going. To my career changers, Yes, it's time. You got this. Keep going. To the law enforcement wife that sometimes feel like she has nothing left. You do. You always have more. But sometimes you need to consciously give it to yourself. Do that. Give yourself grace and know you are not alone. Lean in. You are the glue that keeps it all together. And as hard as that is, it is a purpose that while sometimes a burden is so damn important. Yes. You are meant for this life and your partner needs you. To the college student that feels lost, aren't we all lost at some point? Take the time to figure it out, learn, grow, experience, and learn not only about what fills your cup, but also what empties it. That's just as important. You're welcome for that. (laughs) To the first responder, we need you. You don't always feel it. More of us appreciate you more than you will ever realize. You matter. We would not be able to exist without the commitment and sacrifices that you make for us, as well as the sacrifices your family makes so you can be present for your community. Thank you. On behalf of all of us at Unpacking Perspectives and NMD Careers, I wish you a blessed holiday season and the happiest of New Year's. I absolutely can't wait to start off the new year. We've only begun to brush the surface of what I hope to talk about And please reach out if you would like to be a guest or if there's something you want us to talk about. We have so much to unpack 
for 2022. Until next time, have an incredible holiday. Merry Christmas to those who celebrate and Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks for listening.